What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 272. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, his dispensary job, pre-rolls, TikTok, work, basketball, football, friends, paying it forward, Polly Shore, the Paul Brothers, family, pills, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, he is now officially all the way in on the dispensary job. I am. I'm an official bud tender. Uh, new man. You know, uh, I've changed, man. But let him get to the highlights, and then we'll get into it for sure. Um, well, we have our Patreon, which is the most important shit that exists, which is Patreon.com/slash a podcast. Mo, go there. Uh, give any amount of money, you get early access to the podcast. Just so everyone knows, we have I look say eight patrons. You know, a very. I don't really. I don't know if that's good or not, but it'd be cool if it gets ten. So I'm gonna set a new goal. Let's get to ten patrons. That'd be great. Uh, but we have eight, and um, five of those motherfuckers are co-producers, which is my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, It's Your Boy H2.com, and Jackie Daytona. You know they're the pillars of the community, just keeping us with the shelter over our head. Appreciate it. Uh, also, we have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast mo. If you would like a t-shirt, I definitely need to buy more. Um, I just never do. I thought every week I'm like, fuck, I need to buy one. And I just, I just don't. I don't know. But someday I will buy another one as well. And I think you should too, listener. Um, I think that's about all I got. Hell so, yeah. Also sell beats. Yashko buy beats. Aethemo.beatstars.com. Uh, buy them shits. Um, yeah. So how's the, how's the job? I absolutely love it. I get to go to work every day. I mean, the customers have been uh, coming in a little more often. I mean, I get a slow day here and there. Right. I don't have a lot of customers yet, but uh, it's getting better. Well, hell yeah. And I've been started making some TikTok videos. Right. I mean, that's on my list for sure. Okay. And being silly. And and that's that's just been a blessing, too. Just getting up there and get to be silly. And then I pretty much, you know, sell these little $3 pre-rolls pretty much all day long. I think that was my first. 50 items sold today. Right. Before well, I actually sold anything else. I mean, I smoked one of the pre-rolls. I mean, I know there were, you just grabbed like three random ones. Uh, it wasn't good. I mean, it was, I mean, it was a little hayish. I would say. That was the fruit cup and no one's really said anything. They, they usually don't go for that when it's setting. Right. Um, so, I mean, and that's how it goes with the pre-rolls and that is something I run into with pre-rolls in general is some of them just kind of have a hay kind of flavor to them because they're made of some trimmings or they weren't cured the greatest and that's why they made it became the pre-roll or whatever um and then also every time i smoke a cone-shaped pre-roll where like the ends real big and shit uh it always falls off halfway through you lose your cherry yeah and i'm and every time I'm like motherfuckers i don't understand what it is or what i'm doing wrong um I mean, we had a decent time. Y'all can listen to the music podcast, which I'm referring. Yeah, to. the six I, I smoked previously, I mean, they burn pretty good. Um, I did I get like a head over heels high? No, right. But I mean, it was good. It was relaxing. It was kind of like eating a ten milligram edible, maybe in my opinion. Right, and yeah, not, don't, hey, no, I don't really do shit. But those specifically, I'm talking about pre rolls everywhere I've ever gotten them. I'm always like. I'm just not it. And but now they, I think they smoke better than all the other ones that you're doing there for 
$8 and $5. Right. I mean, I've definitely been tempted to get some of the real luxurious pre-rolls, the real expensive ones that are like the run the jewels ones. I love run the jewels and they have these run the jewels fucking joints. And I'm like, I kind of want those, but they're like $12 when everything else is half that or whatever, you know, like, ah, I can't do that shit. I mean, and $3, if it, what, if it ain't great, I mean, it's $3. Right. Exactly. They have like those Jan and Bob ones that I really want to try with. They're super expensive, but they also have the highest proven THC out of any. So you're like. But then again, why not? Why waste it now? Let's do other stuff with the. I don't know. We call we got one called Hash Browns, got infused hash and shit in it. Oh yeah, I haven't had one yet, and they're ten bucks. You know, right? That's why I haven't had one? I'm kind of like you. I'm like, eh, I'll just buy a gram at that point. Yeah, I mean, I have to pull a ten dollar bill out. I'm getting. I'm just gonna get. And maybe it's because I do so many dabs. Is it's just like, well, I mean, what's gonna do that my dad break? I still do, love know? a royal tasting flower. Yeah, if I can find, if it tastes good, for sure. Uh, there is still something very good, but one thing that happens with the dabs, or at least when you become a dabber, I will say, is um, you taste the like carcinogenic, like burnt stick flavor of weed all of a sudden that like you didn't even notice before. You're like, yeah, and so like then it makes it where you need better flour to make up for it. You know, I was uh, told today that when you get to kind of that what they cure it with, you get that uh, butane or whatever taste, you know, yeah, it's in their whip process because when it comes out, you have to whip it up to make sure there ain't no butane bubbles or propane bubbles in there. And he makes make sure it's all mixed up. He said he was telling me about one particular place. He's like, man, they ain't got quite right yet. He goes, they're going to be good, but whatever their, their final whip process is explaining the whip process. So it sounded really interesting. Right. Well, you learn about it. You learn about it. Make my own extracts or concentrates or whatever. Hey, man, I just got in. I'm trying to learn as I go. But yeah, really, y'all should uh, check out my TikTok videos. Snappy 2174 or four or some bullshit like that. Yeah, we'll definitely have to figure it out. I had a TikTok a long time ago and then quit once I learned China was spying on us through it. Um, but I mean, who cares, right? Who's not spying on us? But yeah, that you start making all these TikTok videos. Um, and it definitely surprised me. You know, it was that as opposed to just a Facebook video. And then you're all dancing, you're wearing wigs, you got costumes, uh, I got to have some props, man. Yeah, I just went all in, man. Well, I would like for you to uh, start using some eight of the most stoner jams on these videos. That's, I mean, the I whole reason TikTok exists is so people like me can blow up on it from people like you doing dances. Like I said, yesterday when I started, I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I barely even found the music. And I did. I don't know how to put music on there. I, uh, I, I think I'm sure there's somewhere you you search, but I'm not positive. You know, I haven't looked in there a long time. But uh, if you can find like mine and Brad's or X's Stoner Jam, that'd be a good one. I'm sure, he would like it. It's on uh, TikTok should be. I mean, I'm. I'll have to re-download TikTok. But I sure. If I type in the actual name. They're pretty easy to find of the song. For instance, on like if I'm on Instagram and I go to the music and I type A to the Mo, like my whole catalog's okay on there because I have it distributed there. Yeah, but I've just been I'm searching not, for songs. I just didn't. Even, I didn't think we'd be on TikTok. Yeah. I don't know why. No, you're good. Um, just saying that's you could start. Not that you have to, but if you needed, I've always some. wanted to play one of your fucking jams and. And fucking do stupid shit and be like, yes, we do own the rights to this music, fucker. You know, right. you'll have you there, of course. You know, but. yeah, do some, uh, yeah, like some big old round titties. That should be on there. Yeah, I, I know. And, and I, I'll just at the end of it be like, yes, I do own the rights to this music. Yeah, right, there you go. <laughs> uh, that's what you gotta do. So, anyway, Snappy's on TikTok. Uh, Petrovita's on there. He makes some good ones that are pretty funny. So, if you need people to follow, oh, um, yeah. Definitely. I'm trying to think. Some other people added me at different times, but I remember just Petrovita because his, like, he 
he's trying to go for you. Like he's trying to make funny videos. I will try to look up Petrovita. He has a ferret. And he makes videos about his ferret, and it's a whole thing. Hell yeah. I'll definitely uh, look him up after the podcast. Uh, yeah, my work this week is, uh, I don't, it's been really weird. You know, I don't really get into a whole lot, but I have these two older guys, you know, like, I mean, both 30 years older than me, you know, and uh, one of them is in the hospital right now. He's in the ER, and he has this, they think at the moment he has this thing called Guillain-Barr syndrome, and it's where your immune system attacks your nervous system, and then it just starts destroying your nerve cells. And so, anyway, hopefully he'll come back soon. I don't know. Like, it's fucking crazy. It's like he couldn't, they thought he might have had a stroke because it takes a bit your ability to walk and talk. And then he's like a guy, again, not to be uh, too cold about it. He knows how to do shit that no one else knows how to do. Like with his position, like he's like the network dude. And like if he wasn't there, like we just don't. I mean, if something goes down there, he hadn't showed nobody nothing. Right. You know, it's one of those things. And so it's like, well, fuck. And then the other dude, it's just, he has two weeks off or whatever. So I've been just by myself. So, which puts a lot of work on me. But also when I don't, like in the morning, I'm just like watching fucking Sports Center. I turn on the TV and I go to ESPN. And uh, you're probably liking the peaceful mornings. Yeah. Peaceful mornings are great. And then when I finish my coffee, I'm like, ah, shit, I guess I better go do something. Um, And, uh, but the first two days of the week, I had, we had to do this shit where people dropped off their, devices so kids got chromebooks all year or whatever and then most kids should have given them back already but some kids forgot or didn't or whatever and then some kids done this uh school at home shit all year so they would drop them off almost that's like 75 percent of the people would show up without a charger and they'd be like or like there's these hot spots so people know what a hot spot is that gives you internet or whatever and they would show up with like a knockoff charger and we're like this isn't the verizon charger that came with it so that's gonna be 15 dollars. and they're like but i mean it's the same one i'm like right but uh ecotech x isn't the charger we gave you so i'm gonna like and they people try to are keep getting, the good charger right and so people are getting pissed and some people would drive, drive oh i know where it's at and they would drive back but why it's are like, they getting pissed they knew what they was doing exactly exactly or they'd be like what that's not the same one and you're like you know it's not like and i hate dealing with people you know that reason i like my job is i rarely have to deal with people and i was just like you motherfuckers and that's how everybody was or like they would be annoyed that i just sit there and go through a checklist like part of our thing is uh you have to we just go to YouTube and play a song, make sure the speakers work and shit. The internet's working. Checks a lot of shit when you do that, right? And uh, everyone would just sit there and act like you're accusing them of stealing or something. You're like, I'm just making sure it works because you know what? Fucking earlier, we get like there's so many broken ones we got, you know, that like now we have to try to fix. So uh, people are just fucking weird. Man, I guess we're I do get a few weird customers over there, but most of the time it's not it's not my actual customers. It's uh, just people walking around on that side of town coming in. And they'll go, they'll stick their head in the door and they'll look left or look right. Is this a dispensary? Yeah. Well, I ain't got my card. Can I come in? Yeah, you can come in. I can't talk to you anything about this product. You can look at the pops over there. I mean, I get at least two of those a day. Right. And one lady, she came in today. Yeah, I bought a pot from you yesterday. No, ma'am. I left my ID because I bought a pot. No, ma'am. You had an expired card. Right. And then like, she tried to guilt trip me two days in a row. And I was just like, really, woman? Like, I ain't losing my job over this shit. No, I no. Mean, everything I do is on camera, audio, everything, voice. Right. I mean, shit. I mean, we can, we can run it back. I mean, you, you could see our transaction yesterday. You didn't buy a glassware off here. Right. Um, it's just weird. I have, like, kind of like you. I don't want to, I don't even want to be having that conversation because she's looking at me like she wants something from me. And, 
all right, go. And she just keeps looking. I'm like, go, <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, I don't know what y'all's policy is, but I wouldn't want people in there that didn't have a card. But I guess if they can be. No, uh, that's their policy. Anybody can come in. Let's see. But if they're just going to be fucking around, you know, be like, why are you here? If you got to buy something I, or leave. I don't know. I just walk over to the glass, the glassware side and talk to them from that counter. Right. And some of them, they'll, 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 they'll try, they'll peek over. So they can look all day. Right. Actually, they just can't touch anything. Can't talk to them about anything. Right. And they can look all day. Uh, that's interesting. Um, are they like ever say like, I'm going to get my card. Oh yeah. And then they'll bitch about the price. And I said, they've gotten pretty cheap. You know, I said, you can probably get out about 150 now, you know? And, uh, I was like, you think about it, that's $75 a year for insurance that actually protects you. They're like, Oh, I didn't think about it that way. I was like, well, maybe you should. I said, it's the best insurance I ever had. I see a cop. I wave. I mean, I continue smoking my joint on my porch. I mean, yeah, I got to definitely set up an appointment. I'm actually a couple days away from being a month out from mine expiring. Yeah, so. they won't let you do it till 30 days. And then, like, I ended up not getting it before the 30 days ran out. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's timing is everything. So I'm about at 30 days. Um, I know a lot of people are saying you just got to go online. That's the easiest way to do it these w- days. www.chronicdocs.com, I think. All right. So I've saw dispensers that have cards at the. A lot of people's checkout areas, so I'll just grab one of those, I guess. But it's a whole fucking thing. It's kind of a pain in the ass to have to buy one every two years, not going to lie. But like you said, it is worth it. I mean, we had to buy a license every four years. Yeah, but it's like 25 bucks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's not like a... To be fair. To be fair. Um, yeah, I don't have much else going on this week. I've been trying to watch a little bit of basketball. Um, you know, NBA playoffs are going on. LeBron is on the verge. Now, when this comes out, he could have already won or whatever. The Lakers are down 3-2 to the Suns. And so, uh, and Anthony Davis was injured and LeBron left in the middle of game five because they were getting their ass beat and he just fucking decided to leave the game and p- pretended he was injured too. You know, real yeah. winner move. Um, but I'm excited to see how Man, I tried to lock LeBron. I really did. He is a good player, but he cries so damn much. But a lot of guys do now. And that's another thing. Like, Chris Paul cries a lot. Yes. But because he's short, I think he gets away with it more. You know, whenever LeBron's so physically dominating, you're like, you already have all these I, advantages and you're going to cry. I've seen Harden whine quite a bit, actually. I say Harden cries a lot. Luka Doncic, who uh, last night at the time of this recording, went off and beat the Clippers. You know, they're up 3-2 to the Clippers. Um, you know, he has the two best defensive wings in the game with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard guarding him, and he's just fucking picking them apart, and he's like a third-year player. It's fucking crazy. Um, but he cries every time he doesn't get a call. Like, he's just bitching and bitching and bitching. And I think it looks worse because he's white. You say, and so, like, it looks Mavericks more... Team? Yeah. Kawhi Leonard's over there? No, no. The Kawhi Leonard's on the Clippers. Okay, yes. Okay. And Paul George is on the Clippers, and they're playing. All right, you, I got confused. No, you're good. Like, oh. uh, so, yeah. The Clippers and Mavericks are the best series right now, I would say, going on. I mean, Lakers, Suns as well, but if AD's injured, it's going to probably I'll never Suns. forgive the Mavs for taking our championship from us. You think so? Is that how you read that one? No, I really think we jumped past the ball and gave it up at the... We choked every every time it came to the last play. That 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 particular year, we started turning over the last 30 seconds. And... Yeah, I mean, when the Thunder went to the finals... uh Against LeBron's Heat in the first championship, LeBron won, actually. So LeBron's first championship was very easy because it was against a very young team that was not ready to be there. They just happened to look up, and all of a sudden the Thunder beat the Spurs. and They were having fun. Whoever. Yeah, and then uh, 
Westbrook, I mean, everyone looks back in hindsight, Westbrook lost it for him. But I think when most people look at the stats, uh, the Heat claimed that they their game plan was to shut down Harden. And when they shut down Harden, everything else would fall apart. Like they let Russ and KD have theirs. And uh, they, I mean, they won like in five games. And yeah. it was sad. But it was awesome because I remember working at a place that we got off the nights, the games. They were like, fuck it, we're shutting down early. Everyone go home and watch the game. Like it was like. This is awesome. This is fucking oh, great. Yeah. Like, let's get more NBA Finals games going on so I can get off work. Uh, and that's why I got pissed when it was over at five. I was like, ah, we could add more days off. Um, but I mean, I remember people, old people walk around with Ibaka shirts. Everyone loves Serge Ibaka. They you did. Know, a lot of people have this hindsight of like, everyone knew they should have kept Harden. But no, that actually wasn't the case. He was a six man. That he was good, but he was not what he became in Houston. He just wasn't. And Serge Ibaka was a tall guy who could hit threes and play defense. And it was like, he's going to be perfect. And then, like, the next year, Serge fell off. And then James Harden fucking exploded. It was like, well, shit. But, like, before that, every most people would have done the same move. But the argument while Harden was here is he should have been starting in the first fucking place. Um, There's an right. argument to made. To me, if you switched him and Thabo Cephalosha spots... Then no one's scoring on the second unit for the Thunder. Just whenever the second unit comes in, no one scores a point because Thevalosha was a defensive guy. And then, I mean, they shouldn't have anyone else. It's like Harden was the only offense. He was very, very important. He done more for the Thunder, I think they wanted to give him credit for. But at the same time, he was making them young, rookie mistakes. And he didn't take off, like you said, until later. He was getting there, and I think everyone kind of seen it. Yeah, well, another big part that people don't talk about because I had friends that ran into him at the strip clubs in Oklahoma City and shouldn't have pictures with him. Like he was a big partier, and the organize Oklahoma City Thunder organization is very Spursian in the way it's like we don't, you know, don't want the headlines and all that stuff. So I could also see them being like, we well, don't want to deal with the- Kevin Durant. He was very kind of modest when it came to that stuff, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, I mean he kind of go home at the end of the night. Yeah, but I think it's the Thunder wanting to do that stuff. Like I know uh, something they said the Thunder. One of the things Kevin Durant did not like about the Thunder while he left was they wouldn't let Nike put up a giant Kevin Durant poster on a building like they do for LeBron in Cleveland. And the Thunder said, no, we're not about one player. We're about the organization. You know, they're trying to do a very we're the Spurs. Yeah. That's what they want to do. And Kevin Durant kind of ran, rubbing the wrong way. Why and then, wouldn't you want to be like the Spurs? Right. I mean, right. Tim Duncan's one of the greatest ever. Uh, but I mean, I think it probably also whenever he left and then everyone was like, Russ is the team. Russ is face on everything. It kind of goes against that. And I liked Russ. But he's just he's so it makes my anxiety high to watch him play. Yeah. In a close game. It's frustrating. It, to me, uh, I've been trying to always in my mind explain what it's like. Uh, I mean, it's not playing actively, but of course, watching him is like when you're playing a video game and your your weapons just not good enough. You know, it's like you're trying real hard and you're like, but it just keeps fucking up. Like I mean, maybe it's because we're from Oklahoma. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm Oklahoma Sooner fan. I'm a Thunder fan. And we, we're we good. We're the Chargers with Marty, Schott- Marty Schottenheimer. We're going to get there every year, but we're not going to win. We're just not quite that t- as talented as the big people. Right. I mean, oh, you for fish, sure. little pond. Oh, you for sure. I mean, when I was growing up uh, and I got into college football, the 2000 national championship was probably the first year I really watched college football and OU won. And I was like, Oh, this is awesome. And then after that, since that moment, to my knowledge, they might've won one more. I don't know since then, but I felt like since then they've went a whole bunch and they just always lose. I don't, yeah, they've uh, lost several big games. I mean, like all these, like the whole joke, uh, before, I guess even now in Pots legalizes what's, 
what uh, OU and marijuana have in common? They both get smoked in bowls because they always yeah. lost every bowl game. Like that was the big joke that people would say. And I'm a fake OU fan for anyone that doesn't remember the history or my story of in first grade, um, our PE coach during Bedlam week was like, if you're an OU fan, you get to go to lunch first and just straight up. That's what he said. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm an OU fan. I'm going to lunch first. And I feel so much respect now for those Oklahoma State kids, all those little farm kids that they sat there on their little Apple and PE and they were like, nope, I'm an Oklahoma State fan and I'll wait for my lunch. You know, like they're fucking way more committed than me. I'll say that. Well, their bowl record is 30, 23 and one. Okay. But I mean, they won, I think, 30 of those between like 50s and when I was born. I'm trying to find the list of the bowl games. So anyway, I feel like it's been a while since the national championship. I'm sure I'm missing one. I watched one in Norman at a friend of mine's house when I was in college. I went up there and I can't remember if they won or lost. I feel like I would have remembered if they won, but also feel like I would have remembered if they lost and I don't. Fake OU fan over here. Doesn't dude, even know. Fuck, man. I don't remember <laughs> shit, dude. You know, my memory, how can you remember our conversations while we're talking? I look over at you and be like, what was, what was we talking about? Yeah, that happens from time to time. I'm trying to look it up, but, you know, I suck at searching, too, evidently. Well, you're right. I'll just go Se- to Google. Seven national championships, 1950, 55, 56, 74, 75, 85, and 2000. So 2000 was the last one. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy to think about. Now, for people that aren't in Oklahoma, you are part like, who gives a fuck? But, like... You would assume the way people act. Oh, you won every fucking national championship every year. Like they're out. They're always in the running, at least at some point in the season. Right. But usually what happens is they lose to some shitty team. It's not even a good team. They have that one loss every year, and it's usually to a shitty team like Kansas State or Iowa, Iowa State. State. Yeah. Actually, Iowa State's gotten better. I remember back when I had uh, Seneca hey, Wallace. I got, I got to the Compton coach and last chance you. Hell yeah. Yeah, I've only got uh, one or first episode down, but yeah, he's 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 straight uh, Eminem of football, man. Right. I mean, I just think he reminds me of uh, you and your brother. Like, I feel like he would hang out with you and your brother, Dustin. Yeah. Like, he would be a friend of y'all's. I don't know. I feel like he kind I'm, of... I'm sure he would be. I'm sure we'd match. I, hell, I thought about coaching. Calling him, see if he wanted to assist the coach, personally. Yeah, you volunteer. You learn the... Uh, with him that that quarterback coach is all on volunteer but you don't learn it until a couple episodes in and you're like oh this changes a whole lot well, of dynamics the whole thing when you're uh, doing that college thing you have to put in like a year or two like that yeah uh, i've seen several coaches do it going through central it's interesting um but yeah i've gotten two episodes left of season five and then i'll be done with all of it for where it's at and not to like be a bummer i think season five sucks just good like three and four were so good because i really liked that coach at yeah. five i was like eh, i don't know like the season five coach kind of reminds me of my grandpa he's kind of like a he's pretty nice and like coming from these two coaches you're like i don't know i don't like this <laughs> like i that like first the, coach he won he was more worried about the camera than anything yeah yeah I buddy stevens uh he obviously knew football but he was a dick even to his coaches right He's kicking them out of games and well, and if you notice the coach and head coach and waiting, um, end up leaving the team after his thing or whatever. And he was way better with the guys and the kids, you know. He just stayed on as a teacher from what I read. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, I'd assume he would get a lot of offers after that came out. I did out too, there. because I thought I thought he was the one making them win, man. Okay, he called one bad play. Fuck off, man. Right. I mean, fuck that. 
Yeah, whatever. We we know he was the man there for sure. He's the, the underboss, and then the uh, academic advisor. She is the star of the show. I mean, that's, she was. Uh, she uh, done well for herself, right? She did a whole consultant deal. So anyway, if people are unfamiliar, uh, we're big fans of Last Chance You around here yeah, these days. <laughs> he told me about it. Told me about it, and then man, like I sometimes I just don't get TV time. I just right, but I've been watching a little here and there. Right. Yeah, I don't. I haven't been watching too many things. Scooby's been rewatching Friends, and I mean, like well, it's they got whatever. That Friends reunion or something. Yeah. So out. well, it's already out. So now we're rewatching all uh, Friends, and then she's gonna watch that. And we've watched it before. And I'm not against Friends. You know, some people are like, it fucking sucks. You know, because I'm a huge. Everyone knows I'm a huge Office fan. So a lot of people, for whatever reason, they like their show and then they shit on all the others. Like. I think all the comedies are good. Like, there's, I've seen some episodes and they ain't bad, but I've never sat down and watched them. Right. Like, I, I love The Office, but I think Seinfeld's good. And I think uh, Friends is good. And I think Big Bang Theory, a lot of people hate on that. And I'm like, I've seen episodes that are funny, but some aren't. I mean, I don't know. Like, they're not all winners. Uh, but Friends is okay. I just think it's fun to look back at the cultural differences. Well, hell, look, some of the episodes of Three's Company are good. Some of them weren't. Nah, most of those are good, though. <laughs> I mean, every now and then you might really. For sure, for sure. Uh, well, friends, one thing that sticks out to me is that Rachel's style and clothes, uh, Jennifer Aniston, like, it all still looks cool. Whereas in the other characters look like they're in the 90s. You know, it's like somehow they dressed her in a way, or I guess she set the trends in a way that, like, she still kind of, like, you could take her out of any scene and put her now, and you're like, oh, she looks normal. Her hair looks fine. But the other people have, like, crazy hair and bangs yeah. and clothes and shit, and you're like, how is she the only one that <laughs> uh, looks normal? And also, none, something that always sticks out to me is how much Joey and Chandler's relationship in the show is like like me and Pow Wow in college. Like, we are just very, very similar to those type of friends, you know? Right. And uh, so I watch it a lot of times. Like, oh, it's kind of Pow Wow would be like Joey, you know? Hell they're, yeah. they're similar folk. Um Oh, something did happen to me the other day, uh, last weekend, actually, at Brahms. Uh, I went to the drive through line and got a bag of biscuits. Um, what, the, for anyone that doesn't know, because you aren't from Oklahoma, a bag of biscuits at Brahms is five sausage biscuits for like $5 or something like that. I don't know what the exact price is, but I'm pretty sure that's it. And so I got five uh, bag of biscuits, whatever. And then I get to the... Order the window to pay. Now, I guess I also got to explain. I've been obsessed with this podcast called the Nate Land Podcast. How I recommend it. Um, the stand up comedian named Nate Bargazzi that I mentioned on here a few weeks ago uh, has this great stand up special on Netflix. And then I listen to this podcast. I'm like, man, this dude's so fucking funny. Like, he's just so good. So I've been listening to it. But one of the things they mentioned are people in these drive through lines. And someone's like, hey, I paid for your, you know, someone in front of you paid for yours. And they had mentioned on this podcast how, like, in surveys, fast food workers hate it. Cause they hate having to tell people that, you know, or whatever, and then keep it all going. And so, uh, anyway, this girl Brahms is like the woman in front of you paid for your food, but she didn't say, do you want to pay for the person behind you? She just told me it. And I went, okay. And then she just shut the window. And then, so honestly, I'm fine with that. Not because I get free food, but like, I don't want to pay. For like I ordered what I ordered, knowing how much money I had. Like, I just think that whole concept. Got, like, six people behind you and got like a exactly. order. Exactly. I didn't know what they had. And then the person in front of me, she ordered a coffee. So she would pay for my bag of fucking sausage biscuits that was like, you know, six, seven dollars, whatever. And this one got a coffee and that was it. Oh. And then I was like, I would have paid for hers. I bet some of these rich motherfuckers drop a couple hundred off, say pay for the next two hundred dollars worth of orders. Maybe. I it's fucking weird. I've seen people do that shit on like pizza lines and shit. It's weird to me. I just like just pay for your own food. I don't know. Like no one is in the drive through line without the money to pay for it. Uh oh, you broke the line. 
You broke the pay it forward line. Yeah, How I, dare you? I almost have a feeling that it was uh, I was the first person in the pay it forward. <laughs> like, I don't even think it's on paper. I think she was like trying to start it. And I was like, no. Nah. Or, uh, you know, she was a, a a bigger, older lady. Maybe she was eyeballing me, you know, and that was her way. I don't know. Uh, you get more in a bag of biscuits. <laughs> right. I mean, payment options, you know, making OnlyFans. Would you like some sausage? Yeah, uh, do a little Tom Green. I love that line, dude. I'm a big fan of just Tom Green in general. I think it's he aged was very funny, well. Yeah, whatever happened to him? Um, he has a podcast. He was on Joe Rogan about a year ago, and I listened to the episode, and it was fairly good. He's driving around America, living in an RV, recording some podcast, being fucking crazy. But he uh, had a one of the original like YouTube shows back before YouTube was even a thing. And so now a lot of people are going back and being like, Tom Green originated almost everything everyone does in comedy now, which is just funny to think about because he was such a fucking weirdo at the time that people hated. And what I liked about him was a lot of uh, like cool people couldn't get it. They'd be like, why is this funny? But you had to be kind of just weird. You had to be weird enough to be like, no, I get it. This is funny. Yeah, he was like, he took Pauly Shores to a whole nother level. Well, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? mean, Because me growing up, that was kind of the... First, a weirdo outcoming comedian, you know, right. it was just and Paulie wow. Shore's Paulie Shore's definitely interesting because I don't believe he's homosexual at all. I don't know. No, I didn't mean. Like no, no, I, I know. But I'm just saying he have that vibe. Yeah, a little bit. And that Richard Simmons vibe. But he didn't at all. Like no one, I don't think ever questioned it because he always was in the females in all of his movies or whatever. Yeah. But like in hindsight, it's like he had a very feminine. He did. Thing going on. I um, thought he was funnier and shit. I mean, if you're country-ish, you love son-in-law. Oh, yeah. And son-in-law is like, I mean, I, I never sit down and ranked it, but it's like up there in my favorite movie. Like, everyone I know loves son I don't know anyone that doesn't love son-in-law. It's a, like one of the only Thanksgiving movies. And then if you're any, like for me, if me and my dad are in the same room and it comes on, we're watching all of son-in-law because my dad can like it because it's kind of about a farm, yeah. you know, like and it's country-ish enough. Um uh, to me, I think that does a lot for Paul Shore in the Midwest, Southern region of the country. Um, and then I loved all of his. He had a, a good run. Encino Man I had on VHS. And I fucking loved Encino Man. And then... Was it in, uh, in the Army? Once. In the Army Now, where he's the water boys. Uh, that one is also very good. And what's, there's another one I've totally... For, oh, Biodome. And Biodome yes. also thinks great, but a lot of people act like it's not now. But I'm like, no, no, Bob Dylan was great. I don't yeah, know who the fuck acting like it's not. So he had a good run back in the day. Yeah, I don't know exactly what happened and why it fell off. But I've learned, again, through Joe Rogan's podcast, because I just listened to it way too much, uh, that Polly Shore's parents own the comedy store, which is like the big uh, comedy place in, in L.A. that Richard Pryor and all these you know famous comedians got their start in. So when Polly Shore was like a little kid, like Richard prior was babysitting him backstage and like he was hanging out with like all these like he got his persona and his comedy act because he was around all these legends like Rodney Dangerfield right. and all these people and so like he just kind of made his own niche of like this new kid with the California weird shit and then he found his thing or whatever but it worked for him. He right, was in the super right place at the right time. I would love a Polly Shore documentary. About it, he would have all those for references. Be like, check this kid out. He grew up around. Me. He's all fucking funny. Right. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool just to know all those people for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot else, man. I'm trying to think of what else has been going on. It's been raining a lot. Hopefully, it stops so we can mow. Um. 
that's the problems I have here in uh, my personal life. It's I guess. like, man, it's like I'll be on a series of work days where I work a whole bunch, and then like it'll be decent weather, and then the first day off I get it fucking rains. I mean, you have children that should be mowing. Yes, I know. So you could just put them on it. I've only mowed it once uh, in like the last two years, dude. It's, I mean, they they usually take care of it by. That's like one of the reasons I would want a kid. Trying to skip out here lately, asshole. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you pay them or not. My parents would always give me some money to for my time. I'm sure I tried once or twice, you know. But hell, he makes more an hour than I do right now. Right? Yeah. There you go. He's living there. I mean, I'm also thinking like your youngest son. I was easily mowing yards when I was Cash's age. Yeah. Well, uh, my wife didn't like the way the lawnmowers run. She said, "I'm get a new one before I train him on it." I worked with him a little bit. These kids are soft these days. That's what I say. Man, their mamas make them soft. Oh well, they got good hearts. They're they're they're, they're doing all right, man. My kids are all right. We'll see. We'll see when they ain't got no calluses on there. Hey? Oh, I'm trying to be more of an old man about <laughs> stuff. Um, I plan on this next episode having C.J. Jones finally on to explain to me who the fucking Paul brothers are. Um, you know, I've been asking for a while. Last I looked, one of them's trying to fight Tyron Woodley. The one that fought the MMA fighter last is firing Tyron Woodley, who's also a wrestler who couldn't box well in the MMA. And then the other one's fighting fucking Floyd Mayweather. So I'm like, that's coming up. Man, I think I, it just happened maybe when this guy, I don't even know. It's sometime did soon. Did you like, read the rules of the fight? No, I haven't checked out any of it. You should, because I would have swore that I read that there will be no announcement of the decision of the winner. No. Oh. Right, I think it's a pure exhibition. You know, it doesn't count for it's his record. Just, it's a it's money thing. Yeah, it's interesting. Apparently, also Triller is uh, you know, the one that hosts all these things. It's partly owned by these Paul brothers, so like they're also that's probably like some sort of conflict of interest. Um, uh, it's very interesting stuff. This guy, I listened to the two pair, two bears, one cave podcast, and it's uh, Tom Score and Burt Kreisler. And it's very, very good. But this week. Burt Chrysler couldn't be on, and Tom had some dude. I don't even know what the fuck the guy's name was. Never said his name. Um, but he's being sued for $50 million by the Paul brothers because he keeps calling them rapists. And, or one of them a rapist because it came out that he was alleged rape. But he's like, I'm not saying they're rapists. I'm saying the New York Times are saying they're alleged of rape because he keeps quoting this one news story. And it's really funny, but now they've like, they're suing him for talking about their fight without their permission on a podcast. And it's going to probably go to the Supreme Court and some shit. And that, like, that would set a lot of precedent. If you had to have permission to talk about shit on a podcast, that would be a big deal. So, wow, got to kind of pay attention to what's going on over there. <laughs> in the, <laughs> yeah, don't mention their names no more. Uh, I mean, I'll take all the publicity we can get. Fuck, fuck the Logan Pauls. I think that's his name. I thought it was Jake Paul and Paul Logan. I thought, but they're brothers, so the yeah, they have to be on the same side. So, yeah. I, I, I get that, but that's like what went through my head, though. Right, Hulk Hogan and. Macho Man or any savage. <laughs> um, all right, man. I don't really got much else. We can call this one a short episode if it is. I haven't really looked at the time. Uh, hopefully people like our music episodes. Our last one was fairly decent. Um, I've opened up our submissions to this daily playlist website, so we might get more songs more frequently, but we'll see. Hell yeah. See how that goes. Well, I did. Uh, I'm uh, officially going to quit pizza. I'm not going to make any more corporate pizza. I've decided. Yeah, by the time this comes out, you'll be done with the pizza. Yeah, uh, this uh, Saturday, you know, the previous Saturday. Right. Uh, last day, I'm over. Unless you're helping uh, Billy. Unless I'll help Billy. If he, if he calls and needs a pizza hand, I'd help Billy. Right. 
you know, not full time or nothing. But, no, nunchucks or anything. Yeah. But. I don't know. He's kind of a little irritated with me. I've been busting his balls. And he ain't <laughs> I bet. Like, he ain't been locking on. Like, That's Mosier ball busting. It will never go away. He should be used to busting balls. I mean, hell, he used to wake me up with a goddamn fucking, uh, what were them pig zappers? Them shockers? Mm, them yeah, hog shockers? cow taser. He used to try wake me and dusting up with that bullshit back in the day. I'm so glad I didn't have siblings. Um, why, what were we watching? I guess we were watching Friends. Koopy was. And we were like, fuck them. Ross and Monica are fucking weird siblings, right? And then Koopy's like, well, I don't really have a brother, so I don't know how the brother or sister. Right? And I was like, I don't have any siblings. So to me, a lot of things I see, I'm like, I'm just glad I was. it was just me. Because I don't understand how any of those dynamics They would have annoyed the piss out of you. I can I can just sense. Yeah, yeah. I have a good feel. I don't think I would have been one of those people who are like, and I love them so, so much. I think I'd be like, I mean, just like I am now. I don't live anywhere near my parents. Uh and I like my parents or whatever, but I'm like, yeah, just I'm gonna have my do my own thing over here, and it's yeah. great. Like our our cousin Shad hits me up, tries to explain all of his drama there, and my first thought is, I'm so glad I don't live in this town where I don't have this has nothing to do with me at all. I know because if you live in the same town, they'd be really on and you know, like Shad be really calling you every day, right? <laughs> and so, just like man, I don't know. There's something about being uh, away from it, you know, just being like, uh, be a little. Let me get a little separation. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Myself. Yeah. Well, uh, don't worry, Chad. You ain't got a call. We've been reading your drama. Yeah. I mean, post off about it. I mean, his situation's fucked up. The guy I'm living in a house without utilities and shit, but... Uh, I mean, he's got points, but he's been crying wolf so many times no one's listening. Right. Well, it's just... I th- maybe. I don't know the full story. I don't know if it's crying wolf is necessarily, but it is... Uh, well, basically, he's... Going calling, to Facebook don't help anything, is what it is. He's calling people out, and everyone's trying to say, oh, he don't know what he's talking about. He probably does, though. Yeah, I'm sure almost everything he's saying is true. You know what I mean? I mean, he... Because sure. people like that usually tell pretty close to the truth. Right. Uh, they just do, usually. I mean... I know he has some short-term memory stuff, so some I mean, stuff could be off. But their, their brain don't have feelings, is what I'm saying. Is it, it calls it like it sees it, right? It it don't it don't take into account anything. It calls it just how they seen it. Well, there's all dope smokers, and he's not, you know. Yeah. So there you go. That's. I mean, he's on other shit uh, that the doctor gave him. But. I don't know how much of it is true, but I know there's a good portion of it true. <laughs> right. I mean, I know in one of his stories, I'm putting him too much on blast, but I don't think he cares. Uh, and I don't think he'll make it this far. He's still on episode 30 of this podcast. Uh, he said, well, they sold my Oxycontins. And I was like, why do you have Oxycontin? And he never answered that question. But to me, I'm like, well... Not saying just because you have them, you're guilty, but who knows what the fuck's happening when you're fucking oxy? Why he wouldn't need oxy? Right? I don't. See, I don't I'm know. Saying, what it, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Right? But I was thinking, like, hmm, it doesn't quite add up. Um, that those were the drugs of choice when I was in high school. By the way, back in the day, they was always supposed to give those to like truck drivers who had massive wrecks and shit. Yeah, I remember being in high school and kids fucking snorting OCs on fucking pool tables at the bowling alley, and me being like, "What is that?" And people were like. Those are Oxycontins. And then I was like, okay. And they're like, oh, these are the best shit. And it was like, oh, it was when they were blowing up. And they had OC20s, OC40s, and OC80s. And they were yeah, very expensive. Time release drug. That's dumb. It was a, what, $20 a. It was 20 for a 20. Yeah. It was straight up. I mean, that was okay. fucking expensive. And I've been like, y'all are crazy. I ain't getting no thank you. How the hell you could just do it like it was normal. And I did one one time. Every hour on the hour, pretty much exactly, I I kind of doze off and then I wake up and talk like I was part of the conversation the whole time for the other 
55 <laughs> minutes of the hour in the same time the next hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, speaking of Shad, uh, I I love the OC. I'm sure I've talked about this story before. When I was in high school, I watched the OC on an FCCLA trip. The whole first season was like, oh, shit. So uh, for whatever reason, Shad had never watched it. Um, or maybe it was Entourage. It was one of those two. It was something I downloaded all the seasons of. And so when I came back on... Uh, from college on a Christmas break, he was just wanting to watch it on my laptop, but he had these sub or whatever the ones that dissolve under your tongue that they claim is to get off drugs, but they just get you fucked up. I don't understand how I, I just don't quite understand the context of like, give them this drug. So they're not addicted to that drug. But anyway, you put it underneath your tongue, fucking a quarter of a pill. I remember that much. And I was fucked up for 24 hours over Christmas break to where, like you mentioned, it was every hour on the hour. I'd have a moment like I was about to throw up. I'd have hot flashes. I'd be in the toilet uh, thinking like, oh, I'm about to throw, I'm about to throw up. And then we'd go away and I'd be fine. And I would have just a good like little pill high for 55 minutes. I'd be like, all right. And then I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Doing time like, release, man. Yeah. See, that's why the people snorting them time release. That's why they had such trouble. And that's why. There was deaths and shit. Right. So anyway, kids don't do pills. That's what my advice is. It's not, I mean, you can, if you, if you have the personality and the abilities to not get addicted, sure. But a lot of people don't know that until it's too late. If you have the choice, don't do pills. For sure. I agree. Don't do the pharmaceuticals. No, uh, I almost wrote my whole life on Xanax, so don't do it, kids. I just saw, I'm sure you did, saw today too, where people said here around town, uh, there's some fake synthetic Xanax going around that have fentanyl. They're laced with fentanyl. And, uh, that's terrible they've already found some of them so it's like ugh. yeah and they look you can tell they're fake because they're not five squares or four squares or whatever you know they're like two and three squares so like you could tell they're fake bars yeah but someone will be like oh i got them rare three them three square bars you know and they'll try to fucking upsell them or whatever i i remember how it all goes yeah like i said that dude showed up one time with some vitamins i might take that shit back <laughs> Uh, I I used to just go to this website. It was just called like pills.com or something. You type, you put in the shape, color, and anything that was on the pill, and it would come up exactly what it was. Yeah. And I just had that saved on whatever phone. I mean, I'm talking about like when you didn't even have internet on phones. I mean, you had internet, but not like yeah. it, it wasn't like real fucking internet. It took forever to yeah, load. It took a while to. Well, yeah. Hold up, man. You got about 20 minutes. I got to look this up. <laughs> yeah. I saved on a favorite. <laughs> I mean, it loaded one line at a time of the, pit, the web page. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, the good old days, as I call them. Um, all right, man. I guess I'm done here. I got one more day of work this week and then fucking weekend. Yeah, well, I got to work eight to midnight tomorrow. Damn. I know. Like eight in the morning? Yeah. To midnight at night? Yeah. The same place? Yeah. You got like people coming in, or like, is there uh, just a normal thing? Eight to ten, there are cable companies coming in because actually I've been running the, my computer off a hotspot every day. Yeah, yeah. So they're finally showing up. It took us took them two weeks to drive across town and check our shit out. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, fucking great service. Um, and then I uh, open at ten, and I'm having to cover for the nighttime guy at four. Mm. So I see. Well, yeah, that'll be a long one. Yeah, it'd be cool though. It'd be all right. I did it last. I kind of did it last week. Last week I worked eight to three at the pizza shop, and then four to close at the pot shop. Right, and you got to work Saturday after you pull off that one. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully Sunday is a day of rest. Oh uh, yeah, I hope so. Hope so. I ain't got nothing on schedule this Sunday. And we're right on, man. Uh, well, eventually, I'm probably sure like the week after that we'll do another music podcast, and I'll figure it out sometime but 
Um, all right, peace, man. Peace. Beats.